Hello there, you're listening to Park Rush. This is the Theme Park Podcast. I'm Tom. Joining me as ever is Josh. Hello there. Hello there, Tom. How are you? I'm really good. Yeah? Yeah. Still feeling a bit fragile or have you feel you're uh, I, I had a good lunch, good hearty lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And uh, from a food truck, it was lovely. Excellent. And I'm feeling much better now. Good stuff. Uh, listeners, it is the most wonderful time of the year. That time of the year where people... Sack off work a little bit early later in the week yeah. and go and get completely sloshed uh, and spend way too much money ahead of the final payday of the year. Uh, wow. Booze. My, my night was free, but... Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Well, I mean, mine was supposed to be. There was money behind the bar at my particular work Christmas party, but because I was on a late shift and got there late, no money left when oh, I got there. So I was brutal. just spending way too much on on drinks but um, yeah, uh, we've fully recovered. We're back. As I say, it is the most wonderful time of the year. It is now Christmas. I'm now in... officially off for Christmas. Yeah, me too. In full swing is Christmas now. Nothing but Christmas tunes <laughs> all the time. I don't know why I went all Yoda there. sentence. <laughs> I'm just so hyped for Christmas. But it doesn't stop the podcast action, Josh. No, because we've, just... we've dedicated ourselves to putting these out every week. And we certainly have. We have to keep it up. Loyal listeners. It's a bumper new special this week, Josh. Six or seven news stories of sort of varying significance that we wanted to talk yeah. about this week. Depending on how you count. Sure, but some of them of, of sort of genuine, they've got some genuine weight to them, I feel. Big projects that we, we know are happening. Stuff like, what is Disney doing with Marvel? What's happening with Universal's uh, fourth gate? Third uh, gate. We, yeah. Which we spoke about in detail last week. It was mainly speculative. Yes. And uh, we talked in in great detail, actually, about the fact that it was widely assumed the name was going to involve the word dreams. Yeah. Uh, we now have a name, and it does not involve dreams at all. Um, not, still not official yet, though. No, that's true. But it was. It, it seems like a pretty legit leak. Yes. So what's happened is that a it looked like like a slide from some sort of presentation to investors, I think, showing the plan, I guess, or as much of the plan that exists at the moment for the fourth Universal Gate in Orlando. Uh, for people who are confused, apparently Volcano Bay is a, is the third gate, even though it's just a water park. But a water theme park? Seems like... <laughs> yeah, sorry. Josh, seems like it's going to be called... Universal's Fantastic Worlds. And, and where, where can to you find, find it? <laughs> Orlando. Orlando. Not, not on the same plot as um, no. the existing park. It's going to be a bit further away. Yeah. So uh, they're going to have to reroute that Hogwarts Express quite significantly. Uh, <laughs> a yeah, bus replacement service. Yeah. The night bus. <laughs> yes. Or, or flu, flu powder, maybe. Oh. You know, if, if technology has come along... But this seems like, like I said, you can go and find the the picture. I think Orlando Parkstop uh, dot com had the had still have the picture up. The the article we're looking at at the moment has <laughs> was relying on an embedded tweet for its picture, and the tweet is now behind a private account. Lesson for you there, journalism one hundred and one in the modern era. If you're gonna take a picture from a tweet or information from a tweet, don't embed the tweet because then if the tweet disappears, you look like mugs. Yeah. People go to the story later in the day. Screenshot the tweet. So if you've got permission to use the content of the tweet, you can just right-click, save image as. If you haven't, like you say, just screenshot the tweet. Boom. Anyway, 
that's uh, some journalism journalism industry uh, tips and tricks yeah. for you there. But we have seen the slide is the point, even though it's not in front of our eyes right this minute. Yeah. I guess the only real question at this stage is what do you think of the name? I mean, it's better than Disney's Cine Magic Adventure Land or whatever the hell they're calling MGM. Is that what they're changing into? Something like that. Is that that's the first I've heard of this, I must admit. Uh, Dis- uh, something like Disney's Cinemagic is one of the top ones. Isn't Cinemagic already a thing? Am I... Oh, I don't know. No, I don't know. That's, that doesn't sound great. No, there, there was a whole... They did a survey of, uh, I think, DVC or annual pass holders. Mm. And it was like, which of these really rubbish names would you prefer? Great. And it's like, none of them. I want none of those things. Okay. I, I'll tell you what I want. MGM. Yeah. That would be good, even if they haven't even got the deal anymore. Yeah. It's just a random amalgamation of letters. Yeah. We just threw some alphabet spaghetti at the wall. That's what it gave us. Because they're like reimagining themselves as like going into the films. Right. With Toy Story and obviously Star Wars Land. Mm. There. And potentially uh, Indiana Jones, as we discussed. Yes. In a previous episode. Yeah. They want a new theme. Or for the whole park, new identity, which is going to the films, which is like, what would you call it? Disney's Hollywood Adventure. That's not bad. Yeah, that's all right. And it's a bit of a homage to the current name. Yeah, cool. Disney's MGM Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> just, just call it MGM. God just, damn it. Just call it MGM. But my first reaction to Fantastic Worlds was those are very generic words, and then I thought, well, those islands of adventure. Yeah, and that's fine. So yeah. I am actually a fan of Fantastic Worlds. And people have spoken about whether or not we should take this literally, as in will this influence the kind of uh, structure of the park? Because Islands of Adventure is very much built as though each a land is is an island yeah. um, built around you know, it's, it's, a big body the of lake, water. And you have to go like across a bridge every time to get from one to the other. Uh, do you? For pretty much all of them, I'm pretty sure. You don't have to from Marvel to uh, Toon Lagoon. No? No. Not even so. Not even a thing that resembles a bridge? Ma- maybe. I'm not sure. I don't think you do. Because there's a bridge over the ride from Toon Lagoon to Jurassic Park. Yeah. And Jurassic Park to Harry Potter. Harry Potter. And there isn't from Harry Potter to The Lost Continent. Is there not? No. Oh, okay. But there is from Lost Continent to Doctor Zeus, I think. Yeah. But I think they used to be from Lost Continent to... Jurassic Park. Yeah. Well, it's still that same bridge, isn't it? It's just still there's, there. There's like, yeah. But there's, yeah. Like, but there's like another bridge, but most people don't see that or something. I don't know. Uh, but it used to be the main entrance, but since they've added Harry Potter, they changed it all. Right. Um, so I don't know whether with Fantastic Worlds... Maybe they could design the entrances to each land in a way that really makes them feel very, very self-contained. So you almost can't see the rest of the park when you're in. I don't know how you would do that, but that's why there are far more intelligent and creative people working in the yes. park industry than myself. Well, it's like um, maybe come up with something like that. The Tower of Terror is designed in such a way that it blends into Morocco when you're looking at Morocco in Epcot. Right. So you, if you look at Morocco from across the water, part of it is actually the back of the Tower of Terror. Okay. But it blends in because they've thought about that. That's cool. Yeah. That's very cool. 
So, it, I mean, the only land, I think, that is visible on the um, leaked uh, slide is of Nintendo. So that would appear to confirm those widely reported and widely assumed to be true rumours that the Super Nintendo world that was planned for Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone, again, that was only ever a rumour, but it was highly likely that that was where it was going to go, yeah. will instead now be part of the um, new park. Well, yeah, there's still rumours that they might be putting stuff in Universal Studios as well. Yeah, there there has been talk that, I must admit, I wasn't fam- totally familiar with uh, until, or, at the time that we recorded our What's Going On with the new Universal Park episode, I wasn't aware of rumours and suggestions out there that just because Nintendo was being earmarked for the new park, that does not mean that it won't also have a presence in the other two. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting, because... I think everyone has kind of been waiting for years now to see what they do with the Lost Continent. Yeah. And because it just seems a bit out of place. Yeah, Sinbad Ride's rubbish. Well, Sinbad's now shut. Oh, is it? Yeah, the show. Oh. So there's Poseidon, which is still there. Sorry, yes, that's the one I... Yeah, I, get, I always get those two confused. Oh, okay, fair yeah. enough. Poseidon, also rubbish. Yeah, it's not great. I mean, it's, if it's a very hot day... Yeah. It's nice to go in there. There's some cool, like, water tricks going on. Yeah. But, meh. Yeah, it's not particularly brilliant. Yeah, that that would seem ripe for a potential... With, people have suggested Zelda. With a name like Fantastic Worlds, I feel like you have to put Harry Potter in there still, right? Yeah, you would think. Yeah. You would think. I mean, we talked last week about what could be, what, what they could fill it up with. Yes, and we did suggest... And we suggested such... Uh, Harry Potter. There are rumours about that, obviously. Yeah. Being based around Fantastic Beasts, Fantastic Worlds. Yeah. Put some Fantastic Beasts in some Fantastic Worlds. That would be that would be great. That would be fantastic, sorry. Not great. Yes. Universal's Great Worlds. Not quite yeah. not got, quite, quite yeah. the same ring to it, has it? But when, when do you think we're going to find out about this? Because Universal's strategy seems to be announce stuff and then, oh, it's here. Yeah. I mean... There will come a point, surely, where like, you know when you're when you're doing something as significant as building a new park, you can't hide. It's that not from subtle, people. is it? No, and it's also not a quick enough turnaround from the point. Like where, at the point, it becomes obvious that there's major construction happening. Yeah, that does not mean that it's imminently opening. But the uh, whereas with a ride, you could maybe you could maybe get away with that a bit more. Like when people start to notice a big piece of track, yeah, Universal could legit say, "All right, we'll announce it." But it's also coming in like a year, whereas with the park, you obviously can't do that. So when do you think that we're going to hear about the park well, officially? the location of this park is quite useful for them in this regard, because it's not with the two, three mm. other parks. Yeah. So that setting it aside is not on like a main thoroughfare as such. Right. So it's easier to sort of hide away a little bit. Also, like I mentioned in our What's Happening with the Fourth Gate, uh, they're doing the honourable thing of letting Disney have their 50th anniversary. Yeah. So I'd imagine we'll have the 50th anniversary and then then we'll start getting the big drops. Okay. So maybe we'll get something before then. Maybe something 2019 around when Star Wars comes online. Yeah. Go, oh yeah, you might have Star Wars, but we've got a whole new part coming, son. <laughs> well, I mean, pe- people... Oh, that's when I drop it. 
They've got the Harry Potter coaster coming, yeah. which I think we're due a sort of info dump on that yes. in the next maybe month or two, I would say. Yeah. If that's opening in the maybe summer, Yeah, you'd have to imagine that we'd get some more details on that quite soon. Because they seem, as we will talk about briefly, they seem to be making quite significant progress yep. on that ride. And then there are uh, there is increased talk of a new ride in the Jurassic Park section of uh, islands. Sure is uh, a roller coaster, uh, potentially trying to sort of fill that gap because it sounds like the new Harry Potter ride is going to be fairly intense from a sort of what's being billed as a family coaster. Yeah, but it is going to be, I think, less intense than the Dragon Challenge was. But um, it maybe they're going to try and fill the gap. You know, having one of those sort of quote unquote grown up rides gone, maybe they can chuck that in the Jurassic Park and have sort of a big boy coaster in there. That'd be quite nice. Mm. There's there's loads of cool uh, talk in the uh, uh, Park Stop podcast. The uh, the host over there has sort of insider knowledge. She's uh, ITK. Uh, we we can but dream of having one yeah. there, Josh. I'm sure when Paramount Park finally opens, we'll have those sources. Yes. Because uh, it'll be right on our doorstep, obviously. If we don't, then we're doing something wrong. Indeed, yes. And there's some really interesting chatter on there about the route the track might take and how it will sort of, how it could potentially intertwine with other elements of the Jurassic Park. That'd be cool. And sort of go around the front of the Discovery Center. Nice. That kind of thing. So that could be pretty cool. But uh, it it does seem to me like, yeah, I don't really know what Universal's track record is like in terms of when the rumours become so obvious, do they eventually just say, all right, fine, we'll announce it. And if that's the case, I would imagine we might hear something about Fantastic Worlds pretty soon. But for now, yeah, just this sort of slide. I think I think the big announcement will come when Star Wars comes online. Okay. As cool. like a, still some of the limelight, as it were. Yeah, not a bad shout. Because uh, that's a big shout. thing. Like the only thing you can compete with Star Wars with is probably a new park. Yeah. Unless um, everyone hates Episode Nine as much as the Last Jedi. Oh God, yeah. And Disney were like, God damn it! <laughs> we picked. Ah, oh, we commissioned this two years too late. Can we make a Rogue One two? <laughs> one two one two. Uh, so yeah, that's Fantastic Worlds, Josh. Uh, Shall we move on to the Harry Potter roller coaster? Sticking it with Universal. Yeah. Uh, so some cool aerial pictures have emerged of construction seemingly moving at a pretty rapid clip. Uh, specifically now, the ride vehicle, the, the coaster train itself, yeah, seems to have potentially been exposed. Now it is covered up. Uh, each of the uh, seats is covered up. But you can kind of get a sense for the shape. And people have uh, put sort of two and two together and... Reckon it could well be that you are riding in Hagrid's uh, on Hagrid's bike, motorbike, and sidecar. Yeah. Are what you are you in the sidecar? Do you reckon? Or are you uh, one person in the sidecar, one person on uh, the motorbike? Uh, well, I hadn't thought of that. I had assumed, yeah, one person on each side. Okay. But now that you mention it, I don't know. Maybe they could have like a character of some description in the other. I compared it to the ET bike before. Right? Yeah. You know, it's designed to like a bike, but you've got like a row of four people. And I wonder if they might do something like that, where they sort of widen it so that you you get four people in the side car. Yeah. And then the the bike bit itself is maybe reserved for, I don't know, a big Hagrid. Oh. <laughs> or a Hagrid in a basket. <laughs> Just pops <laughs> up underneath a blanket. Harry! <laughs> Bold. Yeah. Fortune favours the brave. 
Yeah. What do you reckon? I think it's going to be fantastic. You reckon? <laughs> it seems like a safe bet. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, as you know, I'm not sure if I've mentioned it on the podcast or not, but not a big fan of the Gringotts ride. No. Uh, I do like uh, Forbidden Journey. Yes. I think that's really cool, but I feel like the screen use in Gringotts is too high. Sure. So an actual more roller coastery type ride right up my street. And sounds like it could uh, include heavy use of practical effects and animatronics. Yes. Which is cool. I think they're, you know, after doing Forbidden Journey and Gringotts, Kind of have to, right? That's kind of the the stick with Harry Potter stuff now. I feel yeah. some of their rides, anyway. Yeah, I think to do another screen heavy ride yeah. at that point, it's well, what's the point? Yeah, We've got two of those already. But I'm very excited, and as I mentioned, we we will probably find out a little more about this officially in the in the next few months here because it's due to open in I think the summer of 2019. Which yeah, is cool. Uh, so we're talking, you know, seven cars, two seats each, 14 seats. Yeah. And it, it's worth noting as well, away from the cars specifically, just how massive this ride looks. Yeah. And it looks like a hotel, like how the much, size of it. Is yeah. The, the ride building is, is huge. The track goes outside as well. It looks like it's going to be a very long track. Uh, they're cramming a lot into, I don't know. I mean, I guess the Dragon Challenge did take up a decent amount of there space. Was, there was two roller coasters there. Yeah, and you know the queue area, the, the queue area was extremely long. And that was a real like cool queue at the mm. time. Yeah, there was obviously only so much they could do, but I thought generally they did quite a good job of retheming that queue area for the for the Harry Potter for the Harry Potter land. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, very excited and and not too far away now. It'll be interesting. I think all they've put out officially is a poster, so which I think included a fairy, one of the little blue fairies from Harry Potter. Uh, Lockhart lets out in yes. his classroom. I think the poster Did had one of those Lockhart. on there, so maybe the the sort of story, if you like, will be Hagrid's let a load of fairies loose and you have to go yeah. back for him or something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and in terms of a setting. Seems like the safe money at the moment is on the Forbidden Forest. Yes, you got because uh, Hagrid's cabin is is on the part of the set on, on the edge of the Forbidden Forest. Yeah, it's part of the set already. I believe that's already been built. I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but isn't Hagrid's hut also part of the queue in the Hippogriff ride? Is it? I thought it was. I haven't been on the Hippogriff ride. Oh, well, you're missing out because it's a. It's like the flying unicorn. Yep. Because it is. Yeah. But there's a. There's a hippogriff that nods at you when you uh, go up the chain lift. Yeah. Gives it one of them. Yeah. Which works really. like you're having a stroke. (laughs) That's how Uh, they look in the film. Sure, I guess. They do a weird bow, don't they? Yeah, I suppose. Uh, Shall we move on, Josh? Yeah. Well, let's do Disney's Marvel Land then. Okay. So, this relates to Paris and California. Yep. Because they aren't really allowed to do anything in Florida. No. And I had it... Um, because of Islands of Adventure. Indeed. And I don't know if I've said this on this podcast, but I've definitely, th- I think, said it to you uh, at some point, is that I kind of always thought Black Panther would make a cool land at uh, Animal Kingdom, and I had assumed that 
Black Panther had not been used at Arms Adventure. Turns out he has oh. a picture of him in one of the cafes or something, and that's enough for them not to be able to do God anything. God damn it. Which just, go, which just goes to show you how obscure the Guardians of the Galaxy must have been before that movie came yeah. out, because that is one they can use. Disney's really forced that in, haven't they? Like, yeah, yeah. They're like, right, who can we... Where? How do we build a ride on Marvel in Orlando? Well, no one's heard of Guardians of the Galaxy. Should we make a film about that? Do you reckon that's how it went down? <laughs> like, are we now going to get like super obscure Marvel movies just so that they can build theme park rides might, out of it? Might as well. People are going to go watch them. So I guess, yeah. It's like, I mean, a... Guardians of the Galaxy is actually quite a big thing in the Infinity War storyline in that's the comics. Fair. Yeah, I guess they kind of had to introduce. The Guardians and yeah. to, to do space stuff. Yes, in the movies. So it's, but it's worked out very conveniently for them. It certainly has. I'm sure. Uh, was it Bob Chapek, uh, who's head of the parks, would have been you know rubbing his hands together when a Guardians film came out. It's like, oh, I can, I can use that. <laughs> yeah, finally. You reckon he he went to Iron to Adventure and was just scouting out. <laughs> Are they anywhere here? <laughs> and then they noticed like, ah, yeah. there's a picture of Groot on this urinal. Damn it. Every time, <laughs> there's just a tree in the corner, and Universal like, no, yeah, that's, Uni- that's Groot. Universal should totally claim that the, <laughs> if there's a tree in Marvel Land, yeah, yeah that's Groot. That's, right. Yeah, you can't use them. Sorry, we just built a ride. Definitely Groot. <laughs> uh, you know they don't have any restrictions, Josh. California and Paris. Paris. And we've got oui. some new concept art. Yep. Of the uh, re-theme that's coming to the rock and roller coaster in Paris. Avec Aerosmith. <laughs> yes. No more. Yeah, what's what's without in, in uh, French? Because they should just rename it to the rock and roller coaster uh, non-avec <laughs> Aerosmith. Avec no Aerosmith. <laughs> I don't know. Um, French, not my strong suit. No, um, I that's fair to say. I, we mentioned this on a previous episode when we did our Walt Disney Studios guide yeah a trip report yeah about the re-theming so the ride on uh, of Aerosmith is staying the same well the actual roller coaster part yeah but it's getting re-themed inside and out mm-hmm. uh, to Iron Man to Iron Man so you're going to get like a shield Avengers headquarters styly building mm. big like Avenger logos everywhere some cool, like you know, red style stylized sides of buildings and Spider-Man jumping up on roofs and yeah, cool things like that. And then, how much work do you think they'll do to the actual ride itself? Because it's easy to be cynical about it and think, oh, you know, just chuck uh, the Iron Man song on it instead. But obviously, they did. I th- I think they went above. And part of this is just something you know, I'm a massive Star Wars fan, so it doesn't take a lot to get me going when it comes to Star Wars, but I thought they did a fantastic job of retheming Hyperspace Mountain. Yeah, they did a pretty good job of that. Like, when I went on that ride, I was expecting it to just be Space Mountain and maybe the Star Wars music would play, but to be honest with you, I kind of just expected the queue to be rethemed. And And the ride to be identical. And the ride to be identical. And so when I went on the ride and all of a sudden, yeah, there's music, but there's also voiceover and there's Star Destroyers and lasers shooting everywhere and TIE Fighters flying around. I was blown away. So, I mean, I know Rock and Roller Coaster is a shorter ride and a faster ride in terms of. A lot of faster, yeah. So it's not like you can sort of stop and have a look around. But do you see them doing anything 
in terms of the actual on-ride experience to to Iron Manify it? Can they stick it's, some flying Iron Man's in there or something? I don't know. I think it's gonna be tough. So you, I believe, there's only one roller coaster on the track at a time. Yeah. Anyway, there might be two. Uh, it's quite hard to tell where there are brake stops on that ride. I'm not sure. Uh, if anything, there is one extra brake stop. So maybe there's two rides in it. Uh, I don't know what you do because you need. If you're going to do. For me to do like an Iron Man thing, you'd have to have like Iron Man flying beside you mm. or something like that. Yeah. And I'd imagine that'd be quite tough to do with the roller coaster of that nature. Maybe you are Iron Man. I am Iron Man. The roller coaster is Iron Man. I am Spartacus. <laughs> You're on, you're on Iron Man's back. <laughs> we we are all... Uh, we have used... Oh, okay, hang on. We have used the uh, Ant-Man technology... Yeah. ...to be shrunk down, and now we are on... Iron Man. Iron Man. Or they did the reverse, and Iron Man's massive. Oh. And you are Iron Man. You're just part of Iron Man. It's like Man. a reverse Ratatouille. Yeah, yeah. So in, on Ratatouille, where the ride cart is a rat, on yeah. this, the ride cart is just Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> sure. And with, you, you get shrunk down to a rat, but on here, you get Iron Man gets blown up. Perfect. Yeah. Like it. Love it. May I return to the point I made earlier about there are reasons why I don't work in the theme park industry. This is probably one of them. To be honest, I think it's more likely that they just do something similar to what the Hulk coaster does. Yeah. Where it's, um, oh... Um, Tony Stark's running a test on some new boosters on his shoes. Yeah. Uh, you're going to test it for us. In you go. Yeah, and then you do the launch and rides it. Yeah. Basically identical. The music's different. And, yeah. And no, it's plays, the same. plays Iron Man music. Yeah. Yeah. That would be... Uh, Thunderstruck. and. Yeah. I mean, that would be fine. I think if they really go to town on the uh, theming in terms of the building and the... And, I guess because you, know, you for that idea you've fine. you've got the pre-show there as well, mm-hmm. which currently has what's his name Tyler. Well, I mean that does work in their favour that the there's already a a portion of the queue set aside for some storytelling. Yes, which uh, will will suit this, so they can do a little bit of setup. Yeah, and I think as I mentioned before, Robert Downey Jr. just strikes me as the kind of guy who, once you've paid him millions and millions of dollars. Bit, would make a good ride character. Like he'd be into it. He'd be all over it. He'd be yeah. really into that. So yeah, um, the concept art looks cool. Moving on, I guess California. We, oui. I mean, uh, yes, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so in DCA Disney's Californian Adventure, yeah, uh, the new Marvel Land is replacing the A Bug's Land. Interesting. Which was sort of A Bug's Life. Thing. No. Yeah. Get out of here. Believe it or not. Uh, obviously, you've already got the Terra Terra retheming. Yeah. To uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Apparently, uh, a lot of people say that it's better than when it was Terra Terra. Fair enough. So, that's, that's nice to hear. Yeah. Because it's a completely different ride style to the one at uh, Disney World, which is the original. But they've made the story fit the roller coaster rather than forcing the story to fit the roller coaster. Yeah. It's quite nice. Yeah, more of the same, really, in terms of theming. Yeah, they're going heavy on Stark, like Stark Industries. What What do you think? Because, obviously, when you think of a theme park land, the sense of place is really important when you're theming a theme park land. Yeah. And, obviously, stuff like Jurassic Park is 
ideal because you know it's, it, they're basing it on a fictional theme park. Harry Potter, they put me down in Hogsmeade, which is a place in Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess the challenge for Disney here is how do you, you know, you're not what? What's the place? Where are you? Yeah. Where are you supposed to the, be? The the most significant Avengers place is Stark Towers, which then became Avengers Tower at yeah. one point. Obviously, in the middle of New York, in but the more recent films they've got like a new base. Yeah, they've got like a whole massive HQ, and yeah, but it's like super generic. Yeah, it certainly is. But I guess that makes it easy to just kind of do what you want with yeah. the theming at a theme park. Mm, I suppose because I, I suppose what they did at Universal was, I guess, just go for the sort of you're kind of in a comic book. I guess would be the thing you would yeah. maybe compare that. I mean, you've got the massive. Yeah, they go heavily on the comic book. Yes, and, you know you got big cut. Big giant character cutouts looming over you, and, and you've got the like the frames and yeah, and the sort of text bubbles and stuff yeah. like that all over the place. So that was what they chose to do. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what this exactly winds up looking like. Now, what's interesting to me when it comes to the rides is they are. It looks like they are going to do a Spider-Man ride. Yes, in California at least. I don't know if it will seems to be, be the anchor of that land, Tom. I don't know if it'll also be in Paris, but I... From my understanding, no. I think I did say on this podcast that I thought it would be bold of them to do a Spider-Man ride because obviously there's a fantastic Spider-Man ride at Universal and of course they're now going to be directly compared. If they had chosen to go in, say, I don't know, do a Captain America ride or... Uh, a Thor ride, maybe they could have, you know, avoided that. But they are going all in on Spider-Man, and so... Where's my Black Widow ride? Yeah, I mean, my questions are, what do you make of that decision, and sort of, what kind of ride do you think it will be? It's a tough one, because they've done the one at Universal really well. It's, It's brilliant, and the update, the 4K update, made it feel like almost a new ride. And it just it's super fitting and the storyline's really good uh, I can quote it almost off by heart done you it know, so many times they it was so good that they copied it to make the Transformers ride is this thing on listen Scoop crime reports are coming in from all over the city and I'm starting to get worried you see that it's a spider signal well you know what that means with Spider-Man around, trouble can't be far away. Is this is the spider signal a thing? Headlines. National coverage. So don't screw this up. Is is that why you want to be a journalist? Why you became a journalist? Good luck. Hey, you shouldn't be out here. Is, this, is that why you became a journalist? Because of Spider-Man? Uh, yeah, I expected to be driving around in a scoop. <laughs> that, was, that was what I was very disappointed when all I got was a Ford Fiesta. <laughs> um, not quite the same. No, unfortunately not. Um, but yeah, I am curious to see how this works out. I mean, one thing I would say as well is uh, the MCU Spider-Man I like, but I don't think... I mean, they haven't really... The, tapped into the so you're talking Spider-Man. Tom Holland Spider-Man yeah they haven't really tapped into I know there's, he's only been in a couple of films but obviously the MCU is, is all about intertwining and interconnectivity and, and he was introduced just as they were getting ready to bring every, everyone together so he yeah. hasn't really had a whole lot of space Spider-Man, to breathe Spider-Man obviously the tough one because Sony owns 
the rights to Spider-Man films and games. Yeah. It's like the Spider-Verse film had to come out when it did because then otherwise they would have lost the animated film rights. Speaking of which, man. Great film. What a film. I've got, uh, I bought the soundtrack. I keep listening to the soundtrack. It's so good. It's good walking to work music. Yeah, what I was going to say was, obviously with the Universal ride, because it was just based on the comic books, they could come up with a really comic booky story and chuck loads of villains in there. What it, is that what they're going to do with this? I mean, I would assume they're going to base it on, on the movie stuff. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to have to partly base it on the like, movie stuff. Do they stuff. write a, a unique Spider-Man story starring Tom Hot? Like the Spider-Man Homecoming, as much as I liked it, I can see why some Spider-Man fans didn't, because it didn't really have the... It was a different kind of Spider-Man film. They were going for, you know... It was a coming-of-age teen comedy drama, almost. Yeah. It wasn't like an action movie, was it? it in the same way No, um, Spider-Man you, films have been in the past. I, I think, I mean, if I'm going to be honest, my favourite Spider-Man film is Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, same. Uh, but obviously... Disney no, don't have the rights to that. That's like, I was surprised. I, I say that without any real uh, qualms or anything. Now it's that's by far and away my favourite Spider-Man film. Yeah, I think the important thing is that this Marvel Land isn't a Marvel Land; it's a MCU Land. You know, is 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 it though? Is it is it one hundred percent? Okay. I mean, all of the characters are the MCU characters, not yeah. the car, ca- uh, comic book characters or the TV characters you know, comic characters, mm. cartoon characters. So, uh, I don't know though, because one thing I would say, I don't remember super clearly, but I don't think the Spider-Man that was used in like the promotional stuff for the superhero event in Paris was actually the movie Spider-Man. He just looked like a Spider-Man. And the other thing I would say is that I think because of the MCU, there are certain Marvel characters who their most recognisable version is now the MCU version. Yeah. So when you think of Iron Man, you think of Robert Downey Jr. If you think of Captain America, you think of Chris Evans. If you think of Spider-Man, I don't think you immediately think of Tom Holland necessarily. No, I think most people would think... I, To be honest, I'm at the point now where I kind of just think of Spider-Man as just a character. I don't think of the actor because so many guys have played him and none of them have been like head and shoulders... The, the I think definitive Spider-Man. Most people would go to either Homecoming or uh, Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. but I think because Spider-Man has been so uh, popular before the films, during the films, and after the films, but beyond the films, as in like video games, cartoons, the comics, still. Yeah, there are. There's maybe less reason, less pre- less reason to commit to the Tom Holland Spider-Man for a theme park than there is to, I think for Iron Man you have to yeah. get Robert Downey but, Jr. So most of the comics these days uh, they have got the likenesses of the MCU characters. Yeah. So But um, I don't think Spider-Man has. Because no, I think Sp- the, again Spider-Man's a weird one because the film rights aren't yeah. with Sony. Yeah. So, so that one's a bit bizarre. So but as you get more integration what do you do? Do you make it a Tom Holland? I also think the the Spider-Man, current not? the current movie version of Spider-Man does limit the potential a little bit of what you can do with a big grand. You think of the kind of Spider-Man story you'd want for a theme park ride. It would be high action, lots of quipping against villains who he's probably fought before. I mean, um, I now just want a Mars Morales, yeah, maybe. Spider-Man ride with 
awesome soundtrack. With awesome soundtrack and that exact visual style yeah. in 3D. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, Hayley Steinfeld playing Spider-Gwen. Excellent. Yeah. That Nick Cage. Fun. Nick Cage as Spider-Man Noir. Incredible scene. So good. Something I didn't know I needed in my life, and now I can't imagine my life without it. Spider-Man Noir would fit in uh, Hollywood Studios, MGM. Yeah, you absolutely would. That would be good fun. But yeah, I'm I'm very, very curious to see what this winds up looking like. I really am. Do we have a, a sort of... Is there any news on when this kind of stuff might open? I don't really think there is. Uh, no, I think... Um, I mean, they've started shutting stuff at Paris. Some stuff's already shut. Stuff, yeah, some... Shut, s- shutting pretty imminently. Some stuff was already shut when we were there. Yeah. Uh, I think Paris comes online first out of the two, but I m- might be mistaken there. Obviously, uh, Star Wars Land comes on next summer in, at DCA. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'd imagine Paris comes on first because there's nothing major going on there currently. This is this is the major thing. Well, Josh, I think that's going to just about do it. We uh, have not actually exhausted our full list of news here, but we had a good long chinwag about the stuff that we did talk about. Uh, yep. Some some developments that I did not expect, I must admit, this late in the year to be getting sort of major updates on whether intentional or not. One being obviously leaked. Yes. Um, but Disney throwing out some some decent e- uh, decent info about their Marvel plans and whatnot. Yeah. It's been a pretty good year to be a theme park fan in terms of news and announcements, I would oh, say. Oh, 100%. So, exciting times ahead, as we have said previously. Have a fantastic Christmas, uh, if you're celebrating. Uh, Josh, got any plans? Uh, hi, stay at home, watch uh, Disney films. Sounds great. That's that's not really Christmas, though. That's just, like, Monday. Yeah. <laughs> no, that uh, will be Monday. It will yeah. be Monday. It will be Tuesday, actually. It's Christmas on Tuesday. Yeah, but I'm yeah. off on Monday. So. Oh, so you'll be watching them on Monday as yeah. well. Excellent stuff. That sounds like a, a day very well spent indeed. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, do be sure to join us next week. If you've enjoyed uh, the podcast and haven't subscribed before, you can do so on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and various other podcasting apps. We're also on SoundCloud. And you can find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. It's Park Rush Podcast. Uh, and yeah is that everything got an email email address email address old school uh, podcast at parkrush.com and parkrush.com is also a thing yes that's uh, where our soundcloud is fantastic direct plenty of places to find us on the interwebs as I said until next time take care have a good Christmas thanks for listening goodbye goodbye goodbye